Do you think this episode will be more or less high energy given that we're recording in the middle of the afternoon? I'm be honest, I'm consciously going to try to make it more high energy, but I think it's going to be more <laughs> low energy. Yeah, you're going to try to um, compensate. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just, I was, was sitting down, I kind of had the same thought and I was like, ooh, oh no, this is going to be rough. This is mm-hmm. going to be a rough one. I'm, yep. I'm not in a just F this stuff sort of mood. Yeah. No, mm. I, I, I feel that. I uh, I made the mistake of having an ice cream bar like half an hour before this. Mm. So I think that's just going to really seal the deal and making me a little tired. I feel like this is a great time to have like intelligent conversations, <laughs> but I feel like that's not necessarily what this platform is for. I was going to say it feels like the time to like, you know, talk nothing about sports. Oh, <laughs> I know really? it's not something we ever do, but that's what it feels. This feels like I feel like it's post Thanksgiving meal time. Yeah. Oh, okay. Random question for you. Yeah. That has come up. Have you ever made like creme brulee or anything where you needed to blow torch the top of the food? Um. Well, my mom and I years ago tried to make creme brulee. Let's just say it never made it to the point where there was anything to blow torch. Okay. Um. But I, I am familiar with the process. Okay. I thought I was. I would ask because I knew you had ramekins. So. Yeah. Maybe you were all into that stuff well aaron's brother makes creme brulee with some frequency and he's dealt with the whole chef's torch thing yeah do you know like is there a special type of torch or is it just like a blowtorch i mean it's a blowtorch that's very small so that it's less dangerous okay I, i'm pretty sure that's all it is is just so that it's easier to wield yeah but you could use any sufficiently powerful flame okay is my understanding Okay, okay, I can work with that. Yeah, could try, you know, a lighter if you have if you have a lot of patience. Uh, that sounds like a nightmare, <laughs> and, and incredibly inefficient, I'm sure. Yeah, it reminds me of. I mean, I know I told you about this when it happened, I'm sure, but when I had a D brand skin, and you're supposed to use a hair dryer to make the adhesive stick properly. Oh no. And I didn't have one because I was in my Airbnb in San Diego. <laughs> and so I used the gas stove. <laughs> oh, geez. Yeah. It was the only open heat element that I could find. Oh, my God. It worked. I didn't burn my iPad. That's terrible. So you were like holding <laughs> your iPad over open flame? Yeah. <laughs> With a... Essentially. Oh God. With like a lithium battery <laughs> in it? Jesus Christ. I mean, yeah. I was holding it a distance away like i had to hold it in my hands you know so it, it wasn't any it wasn't to a point that it was hurting my hands just like a hair dryer wouldn't oh i i assumed you were holding it like between your elbows or something yeah i didn't I know was, you had it in your hand i was using a, i was using a grill glove uh to just <laughs> dip it right in there no i you know it was it was uh safe in the sense that i wasn't going to burn myself probably and unsafe mm-hmm. in the sense that it was an open flame mm-hmm but not any less unsafe than putting it on high to boil water, really. Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll, uh, we'll just let that one slide. Uh, so to go back, are you planning on making creme brulee or something similar? 
uh, a family member, I don't know, mentioned it or for like Christmas time and were wondering if I owned a blowtorch. Oh. I for see. like doing like caramelizing the sugar on the top or whatever. Mm-hmm. And like I do, but it's like a like Home Depot blowtorch, like that type of a blowtorch. And so I mm-hmm. was trying to figure out if it's like acceptable. Assuming or that not. it has a a variable spout, let's say, or a variable yeah. nozzle, yeah. right? Then it should be fine. Okay. As long Sweet. as you feel comfortable wielding it, it should be fine. It's also like old AF. Well, that's a separate Cause, issue. Because <laughs> I inherited it. It's arguably maybe as old as we are. Wow. Who knows? Yeah, uh, I remember at a <clears throat> garage sale that we had before we moved when I was in high school. I discovered that we had a propane ice melter. Those things are freaking insane. Yeah, we, I never got to see it used, used, oh. but uh, it would have been cool. Those things can do some damage. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like, if you want to give a big chunk of ice the good old middle finger, mm-hmm. heck yeah, man. Yeah, it'll be uh, several more years before I ever have to worry about owning one, but... Giving ice the middle finger. <laughs> Quit trying to use your intelligent word choice of using one. Nah. <laughs> I so here's a here's a thought. Are you? I mean, I almost want to say this as a statement, but I'll ask it as a question anyway. Just say it. Are you like excited about obtaining a bunch of like suburban dad stuff? Oh. Like, is there any part of you that looks forward to, like, you own a house sometime in the future in the classic type of suburb where we grew up in the Midwest, and you have to procure, you know, a lawnmower, a snowblower, a weed whacker, all this sort of just, like, uh, house and lawn stuff? Like, Or are you someone who doesn't care and doesn't want to do that ever and will try and find other means to make it happen? Part of me really wants to say no because I feel like yes sounds like a real lame answer. Well, but I'm, I'm the asking answer because is <laughs> undoubtedly yes. Because yeah. I've already started and I love it. <laughs> yeah. No, you don't know. It's, it's not a bad answer. That's what I was asking because I feel the same way and I wanted uh, a little bit of validation. <laughs> yeah. No, I. It does sound like there's certain things that I don't care. Like, I don't really care about like a lawnmower, like stuff like that. But mm-hmm. like having having like a quote-unquote like workshop or something where i can have like all my tools and things and like that yeah i'm very much excited for that i want to have like space that is my own that i can like do things with in that sort of a realm mm-hmm. like be able to fix my own stuff and you know sure because i to a certain degree i enjoy stuff like that and i just like yeah so yes i was just i was just thinking about it on the on the you know, topic of uh, obtaining things for the winter whenever that happens for me as something that I need to care about, what that's going to look like. Oh, as a separate thing, I forgot I wanted to tell you this. You may recall that last week I was saying how I needed to go buy a hat at Target. I do I may recall. Because I didn't have that. Uh, mm-hmm. I found them. I found the hats that I thought that I should have. Oh, wicked. Yeah, they were inside. One was inside the sleeve of a jacket. And the other was inside a pocket of the same jacket. Sick bickies, dude. Yeah. So now I have three hats. <laughs> wow. Yeah. You're man. a. <laughs> you're not. I'm hat wild. Yeah, you're a hat sleuth. 
Oh. <laughs> Hat floozy. That's all right. That's a better word. That works better. Uh, yeah, it's a... Uh, I'm actually... I'm interested to see what the weather does today. As we were discussing beforehand, it's, you know, went up from the 20s to being over 50 degrees today, and it's 70 where you are. Mm-hmm. One does not get such changes in weather for free. No. So the we I woke up this morning to a high wind warning for this evening, Same. saying that it would be, you know, probably pretty consistently 60 mile an hour winds with gusts up to 80 in certain parts mm-hmm. if there's a thunderstorm. Uh, so I'll be uh, very intrigued to see what happens. Mm-hmm. You know. Yuppers. It's been a minute since I've had to worry. Yeah. You want to know that what happened to me this week that really to. annoyed me? Always. Is, so the the building that I live, it's like apartments or like, con- I guess it's probably technically condos, but like, I think they're pretty much all rentals. And so like, they all have balconies on them. And uh, I live close enough to like busy streets. So there's like a lot of like crud in the air. So like everything outside gets real gross really quick, like covered in just like this thick film of just like dust and dirt and stuff. And so, like, the balconies, they've, they have, like, instead of having, like, railings, they have, like, actual, like, half-height walls. Um, so they're a bit more private or whatever, whatever. But what that results in is, like, these walls and, like, the whole, like, balcony surface and, like, your glass door to go out on. Like, it's all gross. Uh, and so ever since I've lived here, I've been thinking about that. Like, yeah, this is gross. Like, am I, like, do I need to clean this sometimes? Like, that's gonna make a mess. And Mm -hmm. it's also gonna, like drip down on like the apartment below me yeah or the like balcony below me um and so earlier this week i was abnormally at home during the middle of the day just sitting on my couch uh doing some work on my computer and then i i look up and i'm like there's like so much water like outside like what is where's all this water coming from because it's not raining Mm -hmm. but like i see like water pouring off like the front of the balcony above me like into my balcony and then I start seeing it, like, pour down, like, the glass window. And I'm like, oh, no, my balcony, just, what is going on? And I, like, <laughs> walk over and I, like, peek out. And there's, like, this big, like, uh, boom lifter. I don't know what they're actually called. But, like, the thing with a basket on that's Yeah, cherry picker. And they're, like, power washing the deck above me. Hmm. Soaking everything on my deck. Yeah. And then, like, okay. two minutes later, they come down and do the same to mine. <laughs> sure. And I was really peeved because, like... There's things on the deck that I didn't really want to get that wet. Yeah. And then I thought, I wonder if I got notified about this. Because this, this feels what... like something they should have told me about. Uh-huh. I was going to ask. Because, like, I was suddenly thinking, like, I have neighbors who have things that would get destroyed on their balconies. And so, like, I go and I look. And I'm like, no, I got notif- no notification about this. Because, like, my, mm. like, I know I've seen, like, one of my neighbors has had, like, like appliances out sitting out on their balcony from time to time. Yeah. And like plants or like decorations uh, that are very like clearly kept underneath the awning. So they probably won't be getting, aren't intended to get wet. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, what the, what the fruity frack? Like why, why wasn't I told about this? Like this is really annoying. And I wonder if my neighbors knew about this. Have you achieved any resolution? <laughs> No, because, like, the stuff that was on my balcony, like, it didn't really matter that it got wet. Okay. Uh, like, I just would have preferred that it didn't. Yeah. 
But, like, I also would have preferred to, like, know that there was going to be somebody, like, on my balcony in the middle of the day. Yeah, definitely. Because, like, I'm glad I, like, noticed the water and looked and wasn't just, like, chilling around my apartment naked until someone, like, all of a sudden stepped up onto my balcony. Mm-hmm. Because, like... I mean, who knows? Maybe it was just, like, some real uptight person in the complex uh, unilaterally decided that they were sick, just like you, of all these gross-looking balconies and stuff and uh, rented out someone to just do it just for, like, the part that they can see. I don't think that's what happened. <laughs> <laughs> I know. But if that um, is what happened, that's illegal. Uh, that's probably. trespassing. Yeah. I mean, not, not technically, but sort of. Yeah, technically. Uh, yeah. Like, if you, if you just climbed up on my balcony and I called the cops that picker. someone was... No, no, no. They were on a cherry picker to, like, spray the outside, to... but then they, like, climbed over the railing onto the balconies uh, to get the rest of it. Okay. Yeah, that's weirder then. Huh. Well... I don't know what to tell you. Also, just, the, the thing that throws me off is December is a wild time to do this. That's the other, like, <laughs> the weather has been <laughs> what a unseasonably waste. warm. So, like, I get it. Like, they're probably just sneaking it in when they can. But it's also like, what? Yeah. Like, You'd also think they'd have it on a schedule that made sense. Yeah, I, I gather this place isn't that type of place that has <laughs> schedules for maintenance and stuff. I, I don't think that's a thing around here. I mean, we know that they're, oh, do, do you have an update on your whole rent situation? <laughs> Or your lease situation? What happened? I'm asking you. I no, I'm trying to think about like what the update would be for. You, you got a notification that you needed to decide whether you're gonna oh. stay. Yeah, like I haven't heard Diddly Squad from them. Okay. <laughs> like it I think it's just some big scam is what yeah. I think it is, but like oh, Like I've funny. talked to other people about it and like other it sounds like it's just like what happens in this area because the rental market is just volatile. Uh, no, not volatile. It's oh. uh, a scam. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> it's just real scuzzy and gross. Well, scams are volatile in a different sense. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's just like the rental market around here is like designed in a way to, uh extract every ounce of money from tenants who don't really have any other housing options gotcha because did i did i tell you about homeless week uh, no i don't like the sound of that though so all pretty much all the rental companies around here they all set their leases and refuse to change their leases from being they start on like the first of a month and then end on like the twenty fifth to twenty seventh of uh the like prior month, like one like eleven year or eleven months and twenty five or twenty seven days later. And so all leases start on the first. Mm-hmm. And so tenants either have to choose to pay for two pl- two places for one month or to like do something for like five days where they don't have a place to live. Yeah. And, like, all the property management companies do it. Wow. Every single one. And yeah, so, that's like, pretty it's, yucky. It's known as, like, Homeless Week because, uh, like, it's most prominently happens around, like, because it's a college town, so, like, yep. August time. Um, wow. And, yeah, people say, like, oh, yeah, like, you can't get a U-Haul within, like, 100 miles and, like, 
all of the like storage spaces within like a hundred miles are booked. Like storage mm-hmm. places jack up the prices for that one month. Sure. And it just seems like a system designed to, as I said, extract every dollar possible from people who don't really have many other options. No kidding. Wow. Yeah, I was going to say, I know that my lease in San Diego started on like the 9th or you know whatever random day it happened to me. Didn't mm-hmm. really matter. Yeah, that's pretty, that's gross. Yeah. Certifiably. Well, something to look forward to, I guess. <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. <sighs> All right. Shall we move on? Sure, champ. Okay, so for this week, Mark brought Jake Likes Onions by Jake Thompson. Uh, not Jake Thomas. Jake Thompson. Um, and the scene opens on a on a, a desolate tabletop, empty of all things except for a phone sitting in the table. The phone noise coming from the phone says, Support for this program comes from viewers like you. Viewers just like you. Lonely and innumerable, desperately seeking distraction from the agony of being. Pouring the crumbs and flavor dust from the bottom of the chips directly into your mouth. Quickly the scene cuts to presumably Jake sitting at a table, pouring the last crumbs and flavor dust from the bottom of a chick bag, I guess directly into his mouth, but more like directly into around his mouth and the table and his shirt. And he yep. looks quite uh, quite unnerved. That seem accurate to you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, I knew this wasn't going to be an upbeat episode. <laughs> it's going to be freaking some depressing cry fest. Okay, here we go. <laughs> I I was going to save that so I could cry myself to sleep tonight, but I guess we can do it now. <laughs> oh, Grant, Grant, Grant. Um, so, classic comedy. Classic comedy. Uh, <laughs> I cried myself to sleep. <laughs> it was a good one. Uh, so I wanted actually to do a little uh, TV check-in with you. Uh-oh. It'll just no, as in like every every few months it feels like we naturally discuss shows that we're watching. Yeah. Um, I'm curious what that looks like for you, especially going into the holiday season. You may have a little bit of extra time on your hands. And you may choose to spend some of that time uh, consuming some content. Yeah. I'm just I'm, curious what that, what that uh, might be looking like for you these days. Well, I'm trying to make a conscious effort to do less of that because, mm. as you pointed out, it is what makes sense and it seems what would naturally happen. <laughs> um, and so I'm trying to push against the status quo a little bit on mm. that front. Uh, I haven't done great on that yet. Okay. <laughs> but hopefully we'll do better in the future. But sure. uh, no. But so in the what meantime. Am I, what am I watching? What have I been watching? Um, oh, I feel like... One of the last times we talked about this, I mentioned uh, the Alex Ryder TV show. Yeah, quite a while ago, I think. Yeah. And so a new season of that just came out at the beginning of December. Hmm. Um, and I went through that real quick. Wish I wouldn't have gone through it that quick. <laughs> Isn't that how it goes? Yeah. 
I was trying to ration myself to like one episode a day, and then I ended up averaging like two or three a day. Mm-hmm. And so it was done in like three days. Sure. Four days. I feel that. It's also like only eight episodes. Yeah. Somewhere between a mini series and a full season. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. So that was that was good. I I I really wish it had more episodes. I felt like like they could have done thirteen episodes or ten episodes and I would have been really satisfied. Because mm-hmm. it felt like the like climax that was building near the end of the story uh could have gone on much longer than it did. Mm. Um yeah, because it just, like, didn't feel... Pay- like, it was, like, the first, like, six episodes of the season felt like they had, like, great suspenseful pacing um, that I very much enjoyed. And then, like, the last two episodes were just, like, holy crap, a lot is happening really fast right now. Yeah, that can be frustrating when... Because, I mean, it's one of those things with me with pacing. That pacing, I never notice until it's really bad. Yeah. And then it's just very frustrating. Mm-hmm. So I feel that. And I'm sure, I mean, maybe a confounding effect on your sense of the pacing is you didn't want it to be over anyway, but... Yeah, that was the uh, other thing. And I just assumed that it was going to be more than eight episodes, so I was getting to, like, what I thought was going to be, like, three more days of having the show, and Mm -hmm. I, like, check what episode I'm on, and I see, like, oh, wait, no, there's only two more episodes. I'm going to finish this tonight. I'm not ready for this. Uh, But, yeah... So that was good. Oh gosh, talking about bad pacing just made me think of Fant Four Stick. <laughs> I, I gather you're familiar. Well, you've mentioned it many times. I've never watched it because I know better, but it's you know, yeah, certainly one of the many uh, movies that incorporates a, an Arabic numeral in its title. <laughs> yes, um, up, up there with uh, um, uh, which one is a. Uh, I mean, several Fast and Furious movies. <laughs> oh, yes. But, yes, Van Forstick. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> that, and what else? Oh, recently I was uh, hanging out with some people, and somebody wanted to watch, somebody, we were trying to figure out what to watch on TV or, like, a movie or something, and someone was like, I'm in the mood for, like, a really crappy, like, two th- early 2000s humor, like, comedy that's just horrible. Okay. <laughs> Oh, and wow, di- wow is it, did they find one? Pretty uh, easy to find, but which one did they find? A movie that I had never heard of until that evening. Uh, it's called Dude, Where's My Car? I've, okay. I've definitely seen, I'm looking it up right now. Yeah, look it up. It's, I, it's worth I the have look seen up. Not worth this, the watch. I have seen the cover, like the the poster for mm-hmm. it many times. I know nothing about it. I, I mean, I now know that Ashton Kutcher is in it, but that's about it. Yeah. Uh, huh. Yeah, it was It was a movie that was made. Um, <laughs> that is something that I can say about it. The first I line am, on Wikipedia um, is, Dude, Where's My Car? is a 2000 American stoner film. Yes, that is true. <laughs> that is accurate. Can you guess the budget? Oh, I just looked it up. Oh, man. Um, but I'm appalled by the box office compared to the budget there's <laughs> no way that movie should have ever made money yeah well you know you get a big cute looking faces like ashton kutcher and sean william scott and you're in for an instant hit yeah it yeah it it 
Oh, it was a thing. Opened um, at number two in North American box office. Oh my god. Just behind What Women Want. What the heck? <laughs> I'm sure they're both equally woke films. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I'm That's just funny. reading some of some of the critical response and uh some of it yeah fits. Dude, I can't believe I sat through that movie. <laughs> uh oh, that's but, exciting. Yes. Um yeah, if you couldn't tell from the title and the description of it is a stoner film, it's <laughs> pretty much about two dudes who get real messed up and then wake up the next morning, can't remember the previous evening, and can't find their car. Got it. And that's the plot. Sounds thrilling. <laughs> and I don't honestly really understand how it was resolved in the end. Oh. Like, I watched the whole movie, and I thought I paid attention, but I don't even really get how they, like, resolved the <laughs> I don't know. That's kind of the uh, genius behind it, if you think about it. Makes it feel sure. like you're high. Sure. Um, <laughs> I'm just going to say, like, in my mind, it's like, it's kind of like almost Sharknado-esque, in that, like... Mm. They had to have been like parodying themselves, yeah, or something. But um, anyway, other things that I'm watching—it's hard, hard to tell with some of those early films. But yeah, other things that I'm watching, um, my like longer term, like just like background show recently has been Lucifer, hmm. which like meh. I just I'm going through that because I didn't really have a better option to choose. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it's fine, but I'm very apathetic about it. Okay. But yeah, I don't know. I feel like I'm in need of something good hmm. or like, I'm just going to go back and watch something that I like. Sure. Well, let me, I'll tell you a couple. Well, one thing that I did watch and a couple of things I'm excited to watch either while I'm here uh, very soon thereafter. So right before I left back for Minnesota and I, I think I finished it on the plane ride. Um, I don't quite remember. It was a show called, I think it was called Shadow and Bone. It doesn't really matter what it's called, but, but it's on Netflix and it's like a, it's a fantasy show of some sorts. Um, that's like pretty okay mm -hmm. is, is how I would describe it. Like it had its moments. It was a little cheesy. The acting wasn't always the best, but it's an interesting overall storyline, I think. And it's been renewed for another season, so something to look into. Uh, but then the other two, uh, Lost in Space, got a new the new season released a week or two ago. Mm. I have not watched it, but I think it's, I can't remember if this is the th I think this is the third season mm. that just got released. Um, but uh, yeah, so the third season just got released. I think. But I think it's actually really good. The only thing that I knew about the original Lost in Space was the uh, Danger Will Rogers thing. Mm -hmm. And that was the extent of my knowledge. So it being, you know, not a remake at all, as far as I understand, but a kind of serious take on the premise. Mm -hmm. uh, it's actually been a really good sci-fi show. Mm. Uh, I've not watched the third season yet, but I'm excited to. Maybe I'll try watching that again. Yeah. I, I recommend it. I think again, you know, a couple. Of, there's a couple moments in the first season where it's a little um, <laughs> rough 
in terms of the acting. Yeah. So things seem a little forced, but it, it finds its stride um, like halfway through the first season, I think. Okay. And, but I'm also like, I like pretty much any sci-fi stuff um, as long as it's not egregiously bad. Mm-hmm. So, so there's that. Okay. And then this Friday, the newest season of The Witcher comes out, uh, which I'm super pumped for. Yeah. So, yeah. And then Aaron and I have been watching Foundation on Apple TV Plus, mm-hmm. which is another good uh, sci-fi thing. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Neat. Still haven't watched The Expanse yet, right? Nope. Okay. <laughs> just checking. Someday. I'll just keep dropping it here or there. Especially when you I'll say you it. like anything sci-fi. I'll get to it someday. It's hard. It's hard because, like, I know that there's a lot there, right? Yeah. Like, does it feel like a commitment or something? Yeah. Like, I just don't watch a lot of TV. Like, I watch TV yeah. in spurts, and so a lot of times it'll be like I will watch a season in you know a relatively short period of time, mm-hmm. and then it's like I'm done watching any TV for like a while while I go read books or something. Yeah. I, I have a tough time. I, I think we already talked about this, but I have a tough time juggling multiple different types of media mm-hmm. so so yeah i i've yet to start a show that already had a lot of stuff but i suppose i could treat the expanse like oh let's just pretend that it you know i'm several years delayed and uh i can just watch you know all of a season or two and then just stop for a while and it would still be fine mm-hmm. so so we'll see but yeah it's it's still on my list on amazon stuff okay it just hasn't been a Honestly, a lot of times when I'm just like looking for a random show, I don't even think about it. Mm-hmm. So I think I need to uh, think about it more. <laughs> That's what I'm here for. Cool. All right. Shall we oh, see geez. what my lovely co-host has brought for us? Oh, he called me lovely, guys. Mm. That was a mistake. I feel like you use this comic a lot. Do I? It feels like it, but I could be Shows wrong. up well in keyword searches. <laughs> I feel like I need to have a little database of the comics that we individually choose and just kind of check. That would be pretty easy to I feel like that would be think. super interesting, actually. It would be. It, sh- it would be pretty easy to put together. Maybe I'll do that sometime while I'm home for break. Don't feel obligated to, though. I Not won't. I'm never obligated. Good. It's just curious. So we have Jumpstart by rob armstrong and we have a uh, an opening scene with a, a family all together we have a what looks like a uh two parents and their and their little daughter is being carried by the mother and then we have that little girl's grandparents so it would seem and the the younger father is saying mom dad marcy and i want to thank you and his mom says, for what? And the younger mother, uh, presumably Marcy, says, you're terrific grandparents to Sonny. And the dad says, you trust our judgment and don't interfere with how we raise her. And in this middle scene, it looks like the grandparents are kind of happy about this. But in the next scene, uh, they, they have a bit of a heel turn and, and in unison say out loud, we're slipping. Rough. 
rough. Nothing like, you know, 20-year-old uh, jokes like that. Yeah. 25-year-old. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, Mark. Well. What I are wanted we slipping? To... No, I don't think... I don't know. <laughs> we probably are, but it's fine. Um, <laughs> no, what I wanted to ask you about was judgment. Oh. And, uh particularly We're getting revelations on this the the jumping off point i was gonna take here was uh and i'm pretty sure i can already guess your answer but we'll see if we can make this more interesting than that um do you think that or actually no which person or group of people do you think judge you the most others or yourself hmm. judge me um that's actually a harder question than I think you think it is. Well, I asked it because I thought it was a hard question. But I f- but you also said you had no answer. I, I feel like I can make some guesses. Depending on your choice of definitions to use, actually, I guess I'm going to say. Well, yeah, that's the thing. Like, judgment, in, to me, has a pretty negative connotation. You yeah. Know? Um, it doesn't have to, but I think that's often how it's used. So I, I'm I'm conflicted on two things here, right? One is a principle of, in general, people spend way less time thinking about you than you think they do. Mm-hmm. That's one principle. Uh, another principle is almost more mathematical in terms of like, well, how many times do I judge myself versus in a day versus how many times does everyone that I ever see throughout a day judge me, right? Because there's more people that see me than just me. Mm-hmm. And so maybe just by pure numbers, even if a bunch of people see me and render some very small subconscious judgment that overrides the amount that I do to myself. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I'm inclined to think more times than not, probably others, but that's partially because I try not to, uh, like, I don't know, again, it's like the judgment part, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, yes, I guess I think about what I'm doing or whatever, but I don't, like... <laughs> oh, the judgment really part? Yeah, like, in, in do you judge yourself? The the judgment part is what you're wondering about? Like, like I, I think about what I do or whatever, but it's... I'm, I'm getting tripped up on the word judge in particular, mm-hmm. right? Like, if the question is, you know, do I spend more time thinking about myself than everyone else collectively spends thinking about myself, then almost certainly, right? Mm-hmm. But do I feel like I'm judging myself all the time? No, not really. Okay. But I don't, you know, I I don't tend to get too, like, upset with myself or frustrated with different aspects of myself throughout the day constantly. Mm-hmm. And it could be that other people who randomly see me do or whatever or render their own judgments. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So you don't, you're saying is you don't, like, you think about yourself a lot, but you don't think about yourself in a negative light very often. Yes, like I'm not I'm not judging myself in like a oh this could or should be better all the time. Mhm. Okay. I think. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. It's kind of Yeah. Oh no, cuz yeah, cuz it's it, again, it's a difference between like just thinking about yourself versus like mm-hmm. you know, what what are we calling judging yourself? Is it is it that negative thing or just like That's kind of what I was thinking. Is that it's like okay. uh a negative assessment of yourself. Gotcha. Um, 
Well, maybe it is me because I can't imagine that people think negatively of me. So. (laughs) (laughs) There we go. It's the Mark show over here, guys. I'm just here to pump up his ego. (laughs) Comical start by Mark periodically featuring Grant. Mark, and then there's an asterisk, and the footnote is asterisk and Grant. (laughs) Mark is noted as the uh, director, star, and producer of the show. No, all all it is is that it's by Mark and Grant. It just so happens that my name comes first. Mm hmm. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Just so happens, my keister, buddy. I mean, it just so happens since I created the entire thing <laughs> in the back end, but... And you do all the work for it and yeah. also justifiably deserve all said credit for it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> See, you're uncomfortable saying things like uh, that until I say it first. I'm not uncomfortable. I just said that I can't imagine anybody dislikes me. And you think I'm uncomfortable saying that... <laughs> I do more work on this show. <laughs> you were you were trying to find a cute way around saying it until I said it. I don't think that's accurate. Let well the listeners can can judge once they re-listen to the tapes, people re-listen to the tapes, and then we can make a accurate assessment. Hmm. Um, Great! Right, don't be afraid to write in all of you very communicative audience. Yeah, come on, audience, communicative more. We love it when you're communicative with us. But yes. Yes. Well, Mark, I'm going to tell you you're wrong because I judge you all the time. No, that's a lie. Um, I only judge you some of the time. Yeah. And I only talk to you once a week, so. Well, yeah, but I judge you like three times a week. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you're on my mind a lot, buddy. I mean, I, I, you know what? I'm fine living, uh, as they say, rent-free in someone's brain. Yeah. Yeah. I'm fine with you living rent free in my brain too. <laughs> that sounds weird. I'm not gonna say that again. Well, you also said it in a weird way, so <laughs> Like I was trying to say it in a weird way, but say I think I said it in a Grant. in a weirder way than I meant. Uh no, this isn't gonna become some like No. That's not what this is becoming, Mark. What? I don't know, some weird thing. You don't want this to become an ASMR podcast? I I said some weird thing, and then I thought suddenly, Mm. like, well, like, this isn't already a weird thing. (laughs) Like, do I have any decent, like, self-assessment mechanisms going on in my head? (laughs) (sighs) Well, yeah, I don't know. I think that the overall guiding principle here is people don't think think about you or really consider you as much as... Some people are worried that other people do. Mm-hmm. And if you really take that to heart, it makes it a lot easier to not worry about yourself either. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, and there's always going to be people who are kind of, uh, let's, let's spin it really, are, are thoughtful in both directions. They think a lot about other people uh, <laughs> in a bad way and mm-hmm. and often then think about themselves a lot as well. Uh, but I try not to be... Uh, so actually self-involved as I pretend to come off as on this show. Mm-hmm. So. Sweet. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that said, dude, dude where's my life. car? Huh? Dude, where's my car? <laughs> Mine's in California. Really? Uh, yeah, I didn't drive here. Okay. 
I just thought about with the with the high wind stuff. Maybe I should put my car inside tonight. Wouldn't be the worst garage. idea. That's actually a good idea. I think I'm gonna do that. Unless you think the garage is structurally unsound and it's gonna collapse all across your car. Well, I figure. Which one's gonna have a better insurance claim? <laughs> well, I was gonna say because I don't know if it's like just like my car gets damaged by the storm, like. Mm-hmm. But like, if it's if my car is in the garage of my apartment, I feel like that would maybe get into the realm of like my renter's insurance covering it. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know how these but, things work at all. But yeah, I, I would suggest putting it inside. I think that would be the the safe option. Yeah, because I feel like the garage is less likely to collapse than just like... You don't need recently power-washed patio furniture just flying through your windshield. Yes. Oh, gee, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was just like... It was so weird. Oh, I'm, I can't get on this again. I gotta go. Okay, bye, buddy. I love stop. going full circle. <laughs> I'm gonna stop. <laughs>